0: Happy beefs giving, everybody! Beef-giving. Yes, always giving beefs all day, every day. Whether it's beefs giving or not, gotta give that beef, baby. Gotta give that beef. Are you with? Can you, the beef? Of course, I can handle anything you can give me. I think you know that. I think you know that from experience. Well,
1: I hope we've gotten all the extra experience we're going to get tonight by this point. Uh, oh, yeah. About an hour behind schedule, folks.
0: <laughs> wouldn't be a, It wouldn't be a beef stick special without technical difficulties, but thank heavens they happened before we started recording, and hopefully they don't happen during the recording right. because... Yes. Hopefully we got it all taken care of ahead of time, and, uh, it's gonna be smooth sailing, because we got a lot to talk about, and it's a lot of good shit, and I think, I think we should just get right on into it. What do you think?
1: Oh well, let's do it. Dive in. I mean, that's what you do on a day such as this.
0: Yeah, you just go in. You don't have to, don't have to fucking use a napkin or nothing. Just fucking, just do it. Ah!
1: Who needs a napkin when you got a
0: fucking beard? Damn right. Damn right. But then the dog, man, the dog. Licks it and bites it. My sister's new dog. She she gets really happy and she starts licking me, and then my beard gets in her mouth, and so she bites it, and it hurts. It hurts a lot. Um Alright, first of all, don't forget Monster Wear Clothing. Always a good friend of the podcast. Takes care of us. We like to take care of him. Corey Matthews. He's got your t-shirts, your decals, if you got a hockey mask, if you want to make a bumper sticker, anything you want to make, he can whip it up. You want to make a exact replica of the leaning tower of pizza with the thinker on top thinking and the White House monument <laughs> leaning beside it, that motherfucker's going to whip it up. He's got 3D printers and shit. I'm making all that up. That's a lie. But he will hook you up with your t-shirt needs, your decals, your bumper stickers. Anything that you can slap on a surface, he will slap it like you slap your mama when you fuck her at night, you sick, depraved bastard. It's Thanksgiving, and you shouldn't be fucking your mama. Hit up our friend Corey Matthews. Find him on Facebook. That is Monster Wear Clothing. Check it out. Pasty, what kind of beard you got today? Man, I'm just sitting
1: here with my BFF. And for all of you that can't see me, that is my big foam fist. And currently tonight, it is full of Surly Brewing Company's Extra Citra Pale Ale. Because let's face it, it's been cold as fuck lately and I needed a little taste of summer.
0: Summer, summer, summertime, summertime.
1: We've been featuring Surly on the show every once in a while. It's always good to bring back one of my favorite brewing companies in Minnesota by far. They're fucking Um, amazing. Award winners. Award winners. And they're geniuses. Things they do are so simple, but they're so far from subtle. It's... Every every different kind is an experience... And I'm also hoping we get to experience a a very special Surly with you guys one of these weeks. I'm
0: looking forward to that. It's going to take an investment, but it should be good. Um, I actually am just drinking on a uh, regular old Bud Light, but it is the official beer of Super Bowl 52 from Minneapolis, Minnesota, baby! So, you know, for Thanksgiving, football, all that jazz, you have to... I'm, I'm representing football. This is not my favorite beer. We usually like to do craft beers, but even of non-craft beers, this is definitely not my top choice, but it's good, no. <laughs> but it's good, it's I, good, and I drink it. I would drink
1: Red Dog before, Bud, man, that's just me personally.
0: So we got the, uh, we got the, um, important stuff out of the way. So moving on to our two, twee, boom, right
1: there for you guys.
0: Boom goes the dynamite. And uh, we we don't have a lot of two tweets, and that's okay, man. That's okay. The tweety world was not popping. But it was fresh. It was fresh. First of all, um, don't know if anybody's seen Survivor Series. I would assume most folks listening to this have seen Survivor Series. If you did see it, you know that AJ Styles did not quite beat The Beast, Brock Lesnar. And AJ Styles took to Twitter to comment on that. And the Phenomenal One said, Tonight didn't go my way, but since I came to WWE, I've wanted to prove I'm the best and that I can hang with anyone. So if you ever want to go again, Brock, let's do it! So it was a nice little, uh, a nice, a nice little... I, I like when they're, you know, every now and then we get the superstars that are willing to put out a tweet where they're not, like, shitting on the other one, like, oh, you just you didn't deserve the win, or this or that or that or this, I always like, I like to share those with you guys, because there's so many negative tweets out there, that I, I love it when we get these kind of positive positive Twitter wars, man. it's the rap of 2017 that's it is, is what boils it's to pathetic and they the say truth. just
1: about it, nothing <laughs>
0: that's true <laughs> oh so speaking of, um Petty Twitter folks. We got one here from Vince Russo. And it says Guess the announcers aren't that excited about Jordan Strowman. Total, total no sell. Hey Corey. Pee Wee Herman called. He wants his suit back. With the hashtag tool. So Corey Graves, he doesn't keep his mouth shut that often. He replied with, wow, it's amazing that the driving force behind the Attitude Era relies on the same insults as my nine-year-old. Just, just shout me out for giving your podcast some traffic. You're a great Christian. <laughs> so he was, uh, I don't know what Corey
1: Graves was talking about. I thought that was a good burn. And if his nine-year-old son is burning him, there's obviously something wrong with Corey himself.
0: And you know what, that's for, for a nine-year-old to even know who Pee Wee Herman is. That's that's pretty impressive. I give him credit.
1: Eh, he is all over Netflix. My kids watch Pee Wee Herman on a pretty regular basis. Which yeah. is equally as enlightening as it is disturbing.
0: Ironically, I was just around a, um... Oh, how old is she, five? Five-year-old today, and she was like, uh, oh, Pee Wee Herman, and I was like, What's wrong with Pee Wee Herman, Huh? 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 So, I'm glad your kids mm-hmm. dig him, because it's not really a... T- he was caught masturbating in a movie theater. It's like, no, he was caught masturbating in an adult porn theater. What <laughs> the fuck else are you going to an adult... Who watches porn for any other reason than to masturbate? That's why those places exist. That
1: theater was ass beads only. <laughs> Leave your dangler alone. Yeah. Uh,
0: so... What are you going to do? What are you going to do? Um. So most of these tweets here... <laughs> actually, everything except for... Uh, we have a Jerry of the Week that's involved in the two tweet. But they're all Survivor Series related. And this one here comes from a Brian Maxwell man. And he says... Uh, he has a series of tweets here. And I can't say I disagree with them. I just wanted to... I, I actually... I. I... I... I I felt a kindred spirit with him as I was reading this, so I wanted to get them out of here. (laughs) He said, uh, and not everybody agrees with me, and that's okay, or this guy. He said, all the great fresh talent. He's talking about the main event of Survivor Series, the men's five-on-fives, traditional Survivor Series elimination, Raw versus SmackDown. He says, all the great fresh talent in this match, and it's going to end up Triple H and Angle versus Shane and Randy. He called that before the match. Then he later on put, I HATE THIS in all caps. And he said, now Hunter's going to pretend to put over a new guy like he didn't just win a pay-per-view main event on six days build. He's talking about Strowman, putting over Strowman, and how Triple H did just win a pay-per-view main event with less than a week build of him being on it. Follows that with, you've also got to know that wasn't the intended finish like five days ago. What, they were, what were they building to for weeks that was dropped abruptly? This might be the worst Hunter booking I've ever seen. A month of angles that involved the entire roster was pushed aside for an ego stroke. Uh, harsh words from this man. Harsh words, but... Harsh I, words, but you said quite a few
1: of these words to me the night of the pay-per-view. Yeah, I yeah. I really see where you're coming from.
0: That's why I said. And not everybody agrees with me. In fact, a lot of people disagree with me, but that's how I feel, and I, I, I felt... It a kindred connection
1: and and they probably shouldn't have done that but for what it was I I enjoyed it
0: and we got two more this one is also Survivor Series related it was Tamina Snuka after her uh, Survivor Series match she took to Twitter and she she posts four pictures one is Hogan Andre standing toe to toe from Wrestlemania 3 The other is Rock Stone Cold, standing toe-to-toe from WrestleMania 1998. The other is uh, Undertaker and Shawn Michaels, standing toe-to-toe for Shawn Michaels' retirement match. And the fourth one is Tamina Snuka, standing toe-to-toe with Nia Jax and she says one of
1: these things is not <laughs> like the other one of these things just does not long exactly right, it is not like the other and it's but, not cuz they don't
0: have a tongue. <laughs> That was good. That was that was good improvising. <laughs> she writes, "You see Nia Jax, certain moments in wrestling history are so iconic that a photo sometimes does them an injustice in capturing the energy surrounding them, but these photos certainly prove otherwise." So she's basically putting a 3-minute tussle that they had which ended up in a count out in the middle of a Survivor Series mid-pay-per-view mid match, in the same limelight as Andre Hogan, Rockstone Cold, or Taker Michaels. Wow. Some talk about Eagle. <laughs> and I don't think... Yeah. Hopefully she was being fun I to with him. I'm up
1: Shawn Michaels. I do want to touch on the fact that Shawn Michaels just announced that he is going to be in the Marines Six.
0: Yep. we're... actually, you know what? Did I forget to put that in the in the in the news? I was. That's the one thing I think I forgot. So we'll talk about that when we get to the news. Um. So we got one more. Do you want to do the uh, Jerry of the Week, Pastry? Uh, you didn't send that one in the file, so you. It's oh, it's on the it's on the OneNote. That's why it's under Jerry of the Week on the OneNote. But I can do it. Um. Go ahead. Um. Kevin Kelly, folks should know Kevin Kelly, he's been in the wrestling business forever, he was the ring announcer for Ring of Honor, uh, for, for a decade or so, I mean, he was the voice of Ring of Honor, Kevin Kelly used to work for WWE, I believe he worked for ECW for a while, he's been around the wrestling business for, forever, and, um, you know, you always get this, you always get these shit, you always hear bad things about airlines, always, bad things about airlines, But Kevin Kelly went out of his way to let them know when they do something right. And he put a tweet out. He says, Unequal in customer service, Delta goes even further this morning for me here at DTW. Earning loyalty and continuing to be an industry leader. Thank you. So you may ask, well, what's, what's, what the hell, that's Jerry of the Week? No, no, Kevin Kelly, I, I give him props for most people only take to Twitter to complain. He's actually, he's actually you know, really selling these guys as, as a good airlines that took care of them and he was very happy with. Jerry of the Week goes to Delta Airlines, and you may wonder why. He just said how great they were. Well, after he put this tweet out praising how well they were, they replied to him. And Delta's reply said, wow, that's not good to hear at all, Kelly. We apologize for the poor impression you've received. I will be sure to share your concern with leadership. Please let us know if there is any way we could assist. (laughs) Cody Rhodes responded, I think he was putting you over. And Kevin Kelly responded with that, I was definitely putting them over. So it feels like that one girl who just can't take a compliment or something like that. I don't know what happened here, but he went out All of his the
1: way. Red was the word unequal, and they're like, shit, you <laughs> up.
0: I guess. I mean, <laughs> it was like nothing but 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 positive ravings about this company, and they and they have to respond talking about how they're so sorry. So I'm thinking they go out of their way to make people feel like shit, and they're like, oh man. Somebody got a hold of the manager. They are like, hey, there's this guy, Kevin Kelly. He really enjoyed the flight. Son of a bitch. Son of a bitch. Didn't you guys put a baby on? Yeah, we put a baby. It was crying. Fuck. I thought we put the seats closer. Yeah, we put the seats closer together. Well, I don't know. God damn it. People enjoying their flights and shit.
1: We need more
0: <laughs> I just, uh, so Jerry of the Week goes to Delta Airlines for not being able to take a, a compliment.
1: Right, Just think the totally wrong thing from a statement.
0: Uh, Air, airlines get so much shit talk. Accept it when you have a good, a good time. Um,
1: I had a good chuckle over that earlier today when I was cruising <laughs> to see Thanksgiving table.
0: Yeah, <laughs> I love I did it. That before. I never
1: looked. At it before.
0: Uh, right, I was surprised when you said you had looked at it earlier. I was like, oh wow. Oh Well, on to our news and our notes and our rumors. I guess you want to lead off then with the movie because I did forget to write it down. So remember who he's in the movie with Well so Sean Yeah, Shawn Michaels and um I'm spacing off the female. It's the Miz. Because that's why... Spoiler for everybody. That's why he lost the IC title. Because he's going off to shoot this movie. Um, It's... Miz... Who is the female? Miz, Randy Orton, and and, uh, uh, one of the female wrestlers. Why am I... Drawing a blank on who it is. It's not Maurice, obviously. But it's Miz, Miz, and... uh, uh, Look it up for me while we talk about it. They're going to be in the Marine 6. Nobody has seen three through five, so I can't believe there's a fucking six. But, you know what they yes. say, if nobody watches a movie, can it really be bad? Apparently not, because they're still making them. i never seen the first fucking any of them.
1: I watched the first John Cena and was very disappointed. It was a lot of shitty explosions for no reason. Yeah. And, uh, I don't know, maybe The Miz has brought it back? Because he's, been in the role for the longest out of anybody
0: yeah this has got to be his third one i think maybe fourth but third at least did you ever find who the chick is yeah it's becky lynch becky yeah 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 becky baby but becky isn't gonna have to be gone long because she's not starring in it she's she probably just pops up for like one scene so we probably won't even notice she's gone not that she's been doing much anyways And Shawn Michaels, nobody's gonna notice he was gone. Yeah. Got quiet there for a second. Pasty! Did I lose Pasty? I lost Pasty! Hey Steve! Boy, talk about technical difficulty, folks. It's not good. I'm gonna I'm gonna check on him. But as I check on him, I will uh I will continue to uh, go down the news. Um We got WWF, World Wrestling Facebook? Yeah. So it turns out Pro Wrestling Sheet is reporting WWE is in discussions with Facebook to create a weekly series that would potentially air on Facebook Live. Um... According to the report, WWE would look to launch the series in January, and it would air live on Facebook after WWE SmackDown each Tuesday night. Now, this would likely mean 205 Live would not air live anymore, and the new series, it sounds like, would feature Raw and SmackDown stars fighting for brand supremacy. So much for the fucking brand split. Am I right, Pasty? Am I right? Am I right, Pasty? Nope. I'm not right. Not right. On to other news Hip Hop Country. Former WWE oh. and TNA Women's Champion, Paisty. pasty I'm here. I've I've been been back. It. I've, I'm back. I've been back. They could hear me for a
2: moment before you could. Something happened with my microphone, and it said that it just dropped off. There was no microphone detected.
0: <laughs> fucking dude, it's 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 a hell of a it's a hell of a beefs giving, man. It's a hell of a. Beef. It's
2: a fucking struggle, son.
0: It reminds me of the beefs giving where uh, the kids' table, uh, it was a beefsgiving a few years ago, maybe five, four years ago. The, the kids' table ended up crashing down, and all the food went everywhere. And uh, also that day, um, we had all of the kids brought home in a police cruiser um, when we couldn't find them for a while. So that was a hell of a beefsgiving. But this beefsgiving is keeping up with the tradition. Um, so we just talked about the, uh, the, the, the Facebook show, the Facebook Live show. Right. What do, you, what do you got to say about that, man? I didn't see it. What hasn't aired is there, they're, they're talking about it. Did you hear what I said well, about it? Well, it's I basically. It sounds like it's going to be Raw and SmackDown Stars fighting for brand supremacy. Which, I mean. Which we just had. You know, they, they they say, you know, Survivor Series, the one night a year you see Raw versus SmackDown. We've seen it all year long. All year fucking long. But yeah, now they want to make think, a whole show They're going to start it. doing it with all the Big Five, probably. Haven't they
2: already, I mean, though? If they do, if they do with the Big Five,
0: because now there's five, right? We're going to get to that, but yes, there is, which I think is also ridiculous, but yeah. Well, let's just
2: get to that, because that blends with this so much and because and, with, now there's five of them a year. Yeah, but if Smack you're doing Down- it
0: every week, if you're doing it every week what's the point then? You should keep
2: things between the shows that's what's going to drive up ratings, it's like Raw WCW, they didn't just once every four months go, hey we got a problem with each other well, Yeah, no, but they also like didn't the on- wrestle
0: each other ever This is having Raw versus Smackdown stars every every week like what the fuck?
2: I don't know. That would be kind of dumb. I don't. I don't know. What I, that, think I about mean,
0: that. and it may not be that, but that's what it's saying. It says the new series would feature Raw and SmackDown stars fighting for brand supremacy. So
2: I don't know. Don't unless... so put it on the network if you're going to do anything with it. Give us the content that we fucking
0: pay. Why do it? I guess is my question. Does anybody want to see it? The answer is yeah. no.
2: I don't, I don't care. Know.
0: If you're going to do that, just get rid of the pace from
2: the same mundane storylines and matchups. Yeah. You'd see something different every time. But, I don't know. I think there's good things and bad things about it. And I just think it's the way the company is going. Well, then
0: they just shouldn't have the brand
2: split, I think. I think when Survivor Series is being talked about. And now WWE had released that statement saying that going forward, uh, Money in the Bank will be a brand split show. And with that, I don't know, I think Vince wants to keep them fighting because it's probably been a little good for ratings, you know?
0: It would be. and I'll, So let's get to that. It says that the current plan for WWE is to have 14 pay-per-views in 2018. The good news about this, we had 16 last year, so at least they're knocking us down too. My son and I went through and we're losing great balls of fire and I think no way out. No, no. Which balls Great Balls of Fire might have been the best pay-per-view this <laughs> last year. It was definitely in the top. Yeah. And I would put Survivor Series as maybe the bottom three, but that's me personally. We'll get to that. Um, the schedule calls for there to be five Raw shows, four SmackDown shows, and five combined shows. So again, to me, having five Raw, five SmackDown, and then four combined makes sense. Your year is broken up into quarters, so you could have one combined one each quarter. Yeah. Yeah. And then yeah. you have five Raw, five SmackDown. I mean, again, they're just like laying it out. that SmackDown's the B show. They're gonna—they have less pay per views, right there. That's saying there to the B show. It goes on to say the new co-branded event is Money in the Bank, as Pasty White said, which is going to be in Chicago, Illinois, June seventeenth. And I will quickly run down what we're going to get um, for pay per views. So we still have um, we have the uh, Clash of Champions coming up this this year yet that's the last one this year so starting in 2018 we'll have the royal rumble in january elimination chamber is raw and that's february fast lane is smackdown in march wrestlemania in april which of course is both of them backlash which is a raw event in the beginning of may and then payback which is a smackdown event at the end of may June, we'll see Money in the Bank, a co-branded show Ron SmackDown. Battleground for the Raw brand will be July. SummerSlam, which is a co-branded show. So you only get one Raw pay-per-view in between two co-branded shows. I also find that interesting. SummerSlam's in August. Well, maybe,
2: maybe, maybe, like, rivalry will start at, in the bank, and then they'll, you know, because it's brand split, so those people won't be able to fight each other until the next So,
0: SmackDown would go from May, the end of May, until the end of September between pay-per-views. So, they'd have a four-month gap in between pay-per-views. I will continue. So, Battleground is in July. SummerSlam is August. Uh, Extreme Rules is Raw. That's the mid-September. Hell in a Cell is the end of September, and that's a SmackDown only. TLC is a Raw only, and that's in an October. Survivor Series, which is co-brand, is November and Clash of Champions, SmackDown only in December. Wow, they kind of, yeah, that's can't believe
2: is not going to be in October.
0: I can't believe my son pointed out they don't have a pay-per-view in uh, Minnesota this year. Usually one yeah, of Yeah, that was
2: the first thing I looked at.
0: One of their fall pay-per-views is almost always in Minnesota, and they do not have one this year. Um, I'm okay with, I I like the fact that they brought brought it down to 14. I'm okay with them bringing it down to 12, but 14 is at least a step in the right direction. And I'm okay with Money in the Bank being co-brand, because then you can have a Raw and a SmackDown Money in the Bank. I don't
2: think so. I think it should be three guys from each show and only one Money in the Bank
0: i don't do think because
2: if they do it then there's gonna be four money in the bank matches one night not too much
0: well i was wondering see when i seen that it was going to be a co one the first thing i thought of is they decided the female money in the bank thing isn't working because they obviously still even if she cashes it in they haven't really done much with the storyline and that maybe they drop the female money in the bank i don't know i would hope they don't but i could see it happening um, I, I like that, but. I like three and three though, and and I like that you could cash it on any um title. You know what I mean, Raw or SmackDown. I would. Be and okay I do. I think the
2: branded shows should be geared towards rivalry between the brands. If that's the way you're gonna go, you gotta do it. You know.
0: Um. So that's kind of it, it's interesting. It looks it looks like it could be positive changes. We'll see how it goes going forward. Paging NXT women, yes folks, five, count it, one, two, three, four, five, NXT wrestlers have been brought up to the main roster this week. On Raw, Paige made her return and she introduced two new wrestlers, Sonia DeVille and Mandy Rose. Sonia DeVille is a former MMA fighter who was in 2015's Tough Enough. She also wrestled on NXT under her birth name, Daria Baronado. Mandy Rose was the runner-up in the same Tough Enough season, though I haven't personally seen her wrestle in NXT at all. I have heard that she is a favorite for the live crowd. And I read somewhere that she's made two um, television appearances, though they were far between and quite a while ago. Yeah. So then the following night, on SmackDown, another trio of women debuted. They were also from NXT. We got Ruby Riot. She's the former Heidi Lovelace and is a talented veteran who has wrestled in independence from Shimmer to Shakara and most everything in between. We also seen Liv Liv Morgan, who is a former cheerleader and Hooters girl, always goes far in the wrestling community, who has never stepped into a non-WWE ring in her life. Then there's Sarah Logan, who is better known as Crazy Mary Dobson and is the seven-year hardcore wrestler who really has been everywhere. She's been in Shimmer, Ring of Honor, Pro Wrestling Gorilla, D1W, WCCW, APWA, UWF, ICW, WXW, and Juggalo Championship Wrestling, where she is a former tag team champion with the hardcore legend Madman Pondo. Wow. I think we got a little bit to talk about here, Pasty. I'll let you, you take a She's gonna off, get Pasty.
2: underutilized in WWE.
0: <laughs> yeah, you think so? <laughs> especially, especially, and I hate to say this, but especially because she's not, um, she doesn't have that that diva look. Yeah, and um, and she's not. she isn't Heidi Lovelace looking, or a Ruby Riot looking. Ruby Riot's got a busted up right. face. And she's she's an awesome talent, and I love it. But I call people out, man. When they got a busted up face, they got a busted up face. So what's what's your take Ruby on Ruby Riot this? is a Toucan.
2: <laughs> she is the human evolution of the Toucan family. That's that's what I get every time I see her. I'm like, holy shit. We well, didn't just evolved from
1: monkeys. And so.
0: it and it goes like I don't know how most people noses go. Like mine goes to here, but hers is like a straight line from her nose to like to her eyebrows. It's just like. Boom. It's um But it's okay. So let's talk about their debuts. Let's talk about first impressions, pasty.
2: Yeah. Well the first time on Raw was pretty cool. Cause Paige is
0: back. Yes.
2: And then it happened again the next night. I was like, <laughs> Huh? Is this a rerun? <laughs> Seriously. A pale chick with black hair. Check. A badass brunette. Check. And the cheerleader blonde.
0: Check. Yeah, you nailed all 3 of them. It was terrible. And they and they all three play the exact same role. Yeah. So so Ruby Riot who is the pale black-haired chick and Paige who is a pale black-haired chick seem to be the ones calling the shot. They they would be the leaders maybe of the group or the alpha female. Then like you said, you got the badass who would be your enforcer and that would be the brunette of the group. And then you have the eye candy who's not that great of a wrestler compared to the other two and that would be your Mandy Rose and your um and your Liv Morgan. So, I mean, they play the exact same roles, even. It's, I, WWE pulled something out
2: this week, and I think it left the world dumbfounded. Like,
0: I'm glad they're bringing people up from NXT, and I'm not disappointed that it's not who you thought. I'm okay with them pulling people up we didn't expect. Um, I don't Better know that than, these than
2: being able to call it every single time. Yeah. That's I don't know that sure. all of
0: these are the correct choice. But but that'll be that's to be determined. I mean, you never know that, one way or the other. Look at Bailey, look at um uh Finn Balor, look at a lot of them. You never know for sure. So I'm gonna go out and say my theory on this as soon as I well, when I seen SmackDown had three chicks also coming up, the first thing came into my mind was last year there were uh, rumors that they were going to do a twenty women a twenty woman Royal Rumble at the Royal Rumble pay per view. There'd be a men's Royal Rumble and a women's Royal Rumble. I honestly believe that they are um, bringing women up to do a twenty women Royal Rumble. Let's see, I wrote shit down. Do I know what I did with it? I try to save things in my phone. Yeah. So I went and did a little research on my own because I like to waste time. And I found 21 women wrestlers between SmackDown and Raw. And that includes both champions. You would assume that the two champions are not going to be in the Royal Rumble. So that gives you 19 women wrestlers on the roster. Now, if we've learned anything from Royal Rumbles in the past, at least the Men's Royal Rumbles, there's always one or two surprise entrances. So by my math, that gives us enough women to have a 20-woman battle royal now. There also has been more
2: rumblings lately about another women's veteran making a return sometime soon.
0: Oh yeah, I could easily see that. I could easily see... I mean, Lita's still around and she's, um, you know, she's okay to wrestle. She doesn't have any. It's reason gonna to be Jacqueline. You could always see Lita. You could have Jacqueline. <laughs> I love Jackie. She's a badass. Bia, I tell you what. Um, and there's still plenty of women down in NXT that could get called up. Uh, Nikki Bella is supposed to return anytime now, so she's gonna be coming pretty soon. Bray Bella could come back just for a Royal Rumble appearance. There's no reason she couldn't come back. Yeah, She's just out to take care of the kid, you know. So she could easily come back for that. Trish Stratus could show up. Michelle McCool. I mean, Taker's still around. And Taker's going to be at WrestleMania. He, and, and if he's going to be at WrestleMania, you would hope sometime around Royal Rumble or so, they're going to start getting his, uh, whoever he's going to be wrestling, they're going to be getting that story ready, you would hope. So he might be around during the Rumble. So it could be Michelle McTaker. You never know. I don't know. I'm interested. They got people talking. That's not a bad thing. And I'm always glad to see Paige back. Despite her personal issues, and I hope most of her personal issues are behind her, she's an amazing talent. She's a great wrestler. She's good on the mic. I'm happy to have her back. And I'm happy to see some more depth in the women's division. It was starting to get stale. This can only help, I think.
2: Hopefully we get some more clarity as to the carbon copy stables.
0: Yeah. We haven't even gotten a name for them yet, have we? Nope. Okay. If they're smart, they use um, Pages Stable. They, They somehow influx Rampage in it. Because then they can tie that in to rock the Dwayne Johnson's uh new movie coming out Rampage dude I mean I was
2: so stoked when I saw that I love the game Rampage right they should have
0: just did that instead of Jumanji well have you know have you seen the um have you seen the trailer for Rampage
2: no not yet Just the just the poster
0: He's wearing the exact same fucking outfit from Jumanji. I think he, I think he recorded them both at the same time. I think he just. Do you think they're just doing the a next. series
2: of movies where he goes into video games and just happened to make Jumanji into a video game?
0: Well, you know, you talk about like the the seven degrees of seven uh, of Kevin Bacon. So Rock is making Jumanji, which is a uh, which is a, a movie about going in a video game, and they're in the jungle. Then he's doing Rampage, which from the previews and all the posters and everything, it looks like takes place in the jungle and it's about a video game and it's called rampage. And then he's going to be releasing a movie about page the wrestler and he's a wrestler. It all ties together. It's like the Dwayne trilogy. It's going to go down decades from now. Arts film students are going to be studying the Dwayne trilogy. (laughs) Jumanji. Welcome to the jungle rampage and whatever wrestling with my family or whatever the fuck pages movies come I can see it now I can see it now
2: This would mark the uh I guess if you count Jumanji this would mark the third Dwayne the Rock Johnson video game themed movie cuz way back in the day he started in Doom which is pretty not so
0: Which I enjoyed that movie and everybody hates it and then if you wanna, if you I want like to the end in, when
2: it goes into first person, tackle, yeah, that, that was part's fun. fun.
0: That's very fun. <laughs> um, and if you want to tie in movies, he's also done the whole um, jungle guy in um, Journey 2. He was he started yep. Journey 2 and he did the jungle thing because he because he bounces berries off his tits. He's like boom boom boom. Look Stay at for The Rock's the
2: next boom, feature boom, boom, film: boom, boom, boom. Pitfall. <laughs>
0: right, You gotta swing over pits, dodge snakes, jump on crocodiles, avoid big spiders. It's crazy. <laughs> Dwayne The Rock Johnson, Adam Sandler, in Pixels 2, welcome to the pitfall. Right. <laughs> you can see it now, motherfuckers. Dwayne The Rock Johnson is... Laura Croft in Tomb Raider.
2: (laughs) Hey, speaking of (laughs) Tomb Raider... Dwayne The Rock Johnson and Bobby Moynihan starring in the new Mario Brothers movie. I want to see them do that. That would be so good. Luigi... Yeah, The Rock's Luigi... Bobby Moynihan's Mario,
0: Dwayne and the Luigi's British like
2: Johnson. starring role,
0: and the, the better brother throughout the whole. Movie. That'd be great, right? It's, it's, it should be the way it should be. The way it should be. You get hey man, cast uh cast Batista as Bowser if you want. <laughs> Just do it. He's um, he's got real beef with the Rock,
2: and the Trans the camera well. <laughs>
0: No, it's not Vin Diesel. Who's the one that, that um that quit Diesel. the that quit the uh No, who's the one that quit the Fast and the Furious series because of Dwayne Johnson? It's not uh Vin Diesel, it's somebody that nobody that well that I don't care for. Who I don't know who's in the Fast and the Furious series. Who's who's like been in it from ever forever and didn't die in a fucking fiery crash?
2: Chris, uh not the guy who died in the crash. Vin Diesel. It was Tyrese.
0: Tyrese, Tyrese. that's what it is. Yeah, Tyrese is the one that has beef with the rock. Not Vin Diesel. Yeah, fucking have Tyrese be Bowser. You can do that. Fuck it. <laughs> uh speaking of Bowser. WWE.com released a hype video announcing Hideo Itami will be debuting on 205 Live soon. Um, You know what?
2: Yeah. As much as WWE
0: fucks up everything else, I think we've all agreed that this this is the place he was going to end up and probably for better or worse he's going to get the most use out of him here. He could do great on the main roster but not under Vince's thumb. Uh, 205 Live... And again, I hope they are dedicated to making this a great show, and he's only going to help.
2: Yeah. Hopefully Enzo doesn't beat him for the championship a bunch.
0: <laughs> I could see that. It'll happen. Yeah. But he, he's, he's great. Um, You know, he's still, he's not good on the mic, but that's not his fault. I mean, I couldn't go over to Japan and cut a badass promo. I just can't do it. And I'm also not as good in the ring as him, so he's got one up on me. Uh, I do got a better beard than he does. So, go to sleep, motherfucker. Hey, you gotta do better than that. James (laughs) Harris, also known as Kamala. Remember Kamala Pasty? Yes, I do. He is is, uh, on life support following a surgery. Now we are all pulling for the star-titted, moon-belly-slapping brute. Thankfully, as of the twenty-first, he appears to be doing much better. Though, Juanita James, his daughter, reported on um Twitter, like most people do, he is off the ventilator. He's not talking, but he is alert. Now, anybody that's been following the trials and tribulations of James Harris, um. He's got diabetes really bad. He ended up losing a leg. He lost a foot, then he lost a leg. The bastard needed money for all of the surgeries and everything. He was out there fucking wrestling on the indies, one-legged and shit, trying to make money. They ended up having to amputate his other leg. And he's just been going downhill ever since then. Some of you might remember Kamala. He was the, um, as I said, the star titted moon moon-belly-slapping Ugandan brute. He's famous for his, his feud with The Undertaker and Hulk Hogan. He was in both WWF and WCW as well as being in uh, promotions before, you know, back in the, the what they would call the uh, territories back in the day. He was in Smoky Mountain. Uh, he was down in the Cornets. I mean, he he made the rounds for quite a while. Hope the best for him. Hope the best for the man. I enjoyed him as a child. I enjoyed him as an adult. I hope the best for him. And hip-hop country. Former WWE Uh and TNA women's champion Mickie James just finished shooting a music video with the Ying Yang Twins for her song Left, Right, Left. I am excited oh to hear this. I want to hear Mickey's the most brand irrelevant
2: of country. country music <laughs> star teaming up with the most irrelevant hip hop stars from the early 2000s. thousand.
0: I'm excited to hear how it sounds. It, she couldn't
2: could be... get Little John though. She couldn't get Little John. No. <laughs> uh,
0: and she said, "You know what, Little John? If I can't get you, I'm just gonna get the Ying Yang Twins." And you know what he said? Right. Okay. Uh, uh, all right, so without further ado, let's get into Survivor Series. Let's talk and talk, man, because we're you and I are going to go back and forth a little bit. We're going to spar. We're going to spar a bit. We are because we don't agree on this show. We do not. I know that already. So I'll let you. I'll let you start out, buddy.
2: <laughs> Insane on this highlighting this week, my friend. <laughs>
0: Thought I'd make it colorful. Wow! Thought I'd make it colorful for you. Yeah. I, you know what? Yeah, I honestly, I, sense. I honestly thought about highlighting everybody's name in NXT War Games in yellow, just so you knew that we're all in NXT. <laughs> I honestly thought about doing it, Luke. <laughs> I was like, I should just highlight them all.
2: Yellow. I got too much time on my hands.
0: <laughs> too much time on my hands. You ever think? Motherfucker Styx is fucking writing that song. If he would have like, if he had so much time on his hands, he could have wrote a better song.
2: Right. He doesn't Honestly, have enough time.
0: Too much time on my hands. This song is over. Styx, the most overrated band in history. I'm not saying they're horrible. Really, that's so not the way he wrote it them.
2: In the first place. He had a lot of extra time and so he sat around his apartment. Masturbating and the original lyrics were too much slime on my hands. <laughs> the record company. So.
0: I believe it. Ta- bring us in, buddy. You talk about the highlighting, man. Let's go. Bring it down the line. Bring it down.
2: Starting with number one or we we with number say, I say
0: we start with the real shit and if we have to cut shit short, we cut shit short. Let's talk about the meat and potatoes. Let's get it's it. it. It's Thanksgiving. I fucking, I start with the goddamn turkey and the turkey lube. And I make my way down. Turkey lube, Turkey lube. Number one.
2: The travesty that was the men's Survivor Series. Traditional? I don't think so. Matchup. Ra defeated SmackDown when Braun eliminated Shinsuke Nakamura. Bobby Roode was eliminated by Braun Strowman as well. I was dumbfounded at this point. Like, really? Thank you. I really liked the stare down between Rude and Triple H, and I would wish we would have got to see more of that.
0: I liked the stare down, and then it was nothing. It was all for nothing.
2: It was. <laughs> They're yeah. gonna have a really good match one day. That's all I know. One day, even if it's not good, it's gonna go down in history.
0: Life has passed me by. I lay around and wonder why Triple H and Rude didn't have a good match.
2: John Cena eliminated Samoa Joe, I think Kurt made
0: Cena tap out.
2: I'm not. Saying.
0: He did. He did. Cena. Um, Cena did the honors, but he did the honors for an established veteran instead of like going out to the Coquina clutch. Well, he couldn't for Joe because it's raw, but going out for for anything else, you know yeah keep going
2: and then Randy Orton eliminated Finn Balor thusly removing all of the smaller newer wrestlers that WWE didn't create from the card completely
0: yeah (laughs) completely
2: (laughs) Braun Strowman eliminated Randy Orton Shane eliminated Kurt Angle, technically. (laughs) This got kind of
0: interesting, but I was super confused the
2: whole time.
0: I was too, and I even... Go ahead, go ahead.
2: Well, I was just, you know, Triple H can't wait to get his hands on Shane, you know? And it was going to be brutal, and I was so excited for that. And then Triple H hit Kurt Angle with the fucking pedigree out of nowhere. I was like... It's because they're used to trying to usurp him. He tagged himself in. Him and Braun got into a little heated stare down because of that. (coughs) And, uh, yeah. He pedigreed Kurt Angle. Yep. Pulled Shane over Angle while staring at Braun like, this is what happens when you cross me. Helped Shane McMahon to his feet. Looked at him, said, "Let's get this son of a bitch," and then pedigree Shane McMahon. And I was just confused.
0: So I'm like, with you. "Why
2: do you need that much psychology to
0: really not change what you were gonna do in the first place?" And um, and and I, I will say one thing. And I said it. I said it while we were watching it. Before I knew it was happening. After he um pedigreed angle and had shame cover them and then they were standing there i looked right at my son and i said phantom i said at very least they got me interested in what's going on and they did i give them credit for that right. but it doesn't seem like the end the, the the path didn't make sense to the end so if should triple
2: should not have been the last guy on his team in the first place
0: when he had no reason like this, to cover... This spot
2: would have taken place earlier in the match.
0: When he had no reason to cover Shane, to cover Angle with Shane. He could have... I mean, if he wanted to get the last elimination, he could have came in, pedigreed Angle, pulled Angle to the corner, tagged himself in, and eliminated Shane. Like, what was the point of covering Angle with Shane? I don't I see think, the point I said, of it. I think I, I think
2: it was to send a message to Braun. Because Braun tried to tag himself in off of Triple H and then Triple H tagged himself back in or whatever and then they got that stare down. And he's like, This is what happens when you cross me. And Kurt Angle and him had issue earlier in the match too. So it made it made a little bit of sense. Then for wow. him to double cross on Shane was like, okay.
0: And I and I'll say this. If the whole point of this Survivor Series match with 10 men involved and over a month of build-up was just to get Braun Strowman over, I would say it worked. I'd say yes. They did exactly what they wanted to do.
2: match when Braun had Triple H in the corner shaking like a little
0: baby? Yeah. It was beautiful. So I give them that, but how many, how many of their future talents did they fucking bury... To do this. And they could have done the same thing with having the young guys take out the older guys except for Triple H, Shane, and Braun Strowman. You know? Yeah. So I just... To me, what he should have done was had like a... Um, like a Shinsuke Nakamura even instead of Shane. I mean, Shane had Shane should have been the first one out. Shane or Triple H, because that would have sold something. Yeah, I got a fall
2: in this match. No. The only people who got the falls were the veterans and Strowman.
0: Yeah, Braun Strowman had three eliminations. Cena had one, Angle had one, Orton had one, Shane McMahon had one, and Triple H had one. What you could have done is Shane could have been out early. You could have had Shinsuke Nakamura at the end. You could have had Triple H come in and Pedigree Angle before he could take out Shinsuke Nakamura then you could have him and Shinsuke standing there. If I'm the announcers, I say, well, you know, Triple H was a pivotal part in Shinsuke's career in WWE. Down in NXT, he was like a mentor to Shinsuke, and he sure helped build him up to this place. So maybe he's thinking he's trying to protect him and then have him turn on Shinsuke. And you could still do the exact same angle, but Shinsuke could have had more eliminations. With this
2: match have never booked any of the indie guys they should have no. brought back they should have called no. back some more people stacked it with a bunch of vintage dudes like shit you want to see and let let it play out like that but,
0: and, and I don't need to see Shane McMahon John Cena Randy Orton Triple H in a ring together I don't need that personally
2: no. Didn't, Angle? you could have went without John Cena and Randy Orton all together easily
0: well and Triple H had no reason being there Obviously, they're trying to build to a Triple H Braun feud, which I don't know where that's going to go because, I mean, what are you going to do with a Triple H Braun feud when you're going to have Triple H, probably Triple H Angle at WrestleMania? So, do you make Triple H look weak to Braun, and then he's going to face Angle at WrestleMania, or you do you have Braun have look to. weak to Triple with H? The way
2: you're building Braun, you almost have to let Triple H lose that one.
0: I would say so, but is he going to? I mean, look at this match. Right. I don't know. I did like, I mean, as far as the Braun Strowman push, this did wonders for Braun Strowman, and I'm okay with that. I love that they're building Braun Strowman. Everything else I was not okay with with this match. I would give this match, out of five stars, I'd give it a two. A two. I'd give it a two.
2: I'm not hate it. I'll give it a 3.3. 3.
0: And uh, and going down our uh, our predictions, you won this prediction. You called Raw, I called SmackDown, so you got this one, Pasty. Yeah, you taught me a lesson. Never bet against Triple H's ego. I <laughs> <laughs> shouldn't have had to teach you that lesson. You should have right. already known. Every now and then, you think Triple H has learned, but no, it should be I who have learned.
2: But yeah, also I gotta give a little bit of a complaint because this was not a traditional men's survivor series. There was tables involved, there was interference, well, there was wrestlers who came back after being eliminated. It was um
0: And they decided when Very they, bizarre.
2: Like, and even the announcers, like we had predicted, had no idea like that was the stipulations and the rules.
0: Right. And yeah, and sometimes they enforced the rules and sometimes they didn't. You can use weapons. I did now, call it as soon as they were outside the ring
2: and the ref didn't count. As soon as the ref wasn't counting, I'm like, <laughs> okay, it's non-traditional.
0: Right. But then when they go to use a chair, it's like, no, no, no. Right. <laughs> what? And he you already use, used the chair. You can use yeah, that. Yeah, you can use <laughs> the chair here, but not here. It was and when since you brought it up, one of my biggest complaints that fucked this whole pay-per-view up was a five-man announced booth. Oh, shit, was that annoying. It just needed to be on fucking mute. It was just a headache. It was a headache, and they were all horrible. I didn't even like Corey Graves in it, because it just, with everybody, it just sucked. It was bad. It was just bad. And at one point... Who the fuck was it, Byron Saxton? Went through most the out,
2: show without even realizing it was a five-man announced team.
0: Well, I'm just going to point that out. Byron called out Booker T. Booker T said something that made no fucking sense. And it was As really usual. quiet for a while. And I was saying to my son, I was like, what the fuck did he just say? And all of a sudden, I think it was Byron was like, Booker, do you have any idea what you said? And Booker just laughs and he's like, I made it sound good, didn't I, brother? <laughs> i <I'm just like, laughs> Like they call him out. He's like, Booker, what the fuck, man? You have no idea what you're saying, you fucker. Oh, let's... He's let's...
2: just... I swear to God.
0: It's five men. A three-man announce team gets gets to be bad at times. A five-man announce team was too much for me.
2: And And Booker team, be the only two announcers. I want to see one show like that.
0: Right? It'd be entertaining. Just just once. Well, yeah, yeah. You don't need more than that. Once is enough, my (laughs) friend. Once is enough.
2: All right, let's, uh... What's our next one? I'm trucking in. Our next match was the Universal Champion Brock Lesnar who defeated WWE Champion AJ Styles.
0: I, I say match of the night. I loved this match. No matter good. what negativity was I said earlier, I loved this match. AJ took a fair
2: beating in the beginning, and then he came back strong. He yeah. didn't do the Styles Clash.
0: <laughs> it would have been interesting to see him try it.
2: I really wanted to see it. I was really hoping for it. But it was a good match. This... And I, hope, I look forward to seeing him clash again.
0: This was probably, in my opinion, Brock Lesnar's best match since winning the title. And uh, I think it might be his longest. I think they almost went... I think they they went more than 15 minutes.
2: Well, my prediction may have been wrong, but I did get my hope there. It was a longer match. It it was satisfying.
0: And you know what? The first match was kind of like a, a fight. Or the first half was like a fight. And Braun Strowman was... Just demolishing... Tri- uh, uh, um, um... Um... AJ. Stone was demolishing Triple H? What the heck is this? I don't fucking know. Brock Lesnar was demolishing AJ Styles. It's fucking... It's been one match and they've already got me fucking so discombobulated. Between the ten men and the five announcers, I'm fucked in the head. Oh, the first half of the match, Brock Lesnar was just beating the shit out of AJ Styles. But then... Towards the end of the match, AJ got a lot of offense in and Brock was selling that. Uh, AJ put him in a calf crusher and Brock was selling that calf, calf crusher the rest of the match, including when he walked out the winner. He was still hobbling on that leg. That is cool. That's good to see Brock sell for AJ. That's awesome. I
2: tell you, he's been giving more to the company lately. And like I said, I think it has it to do awesome. something to realize
0: and how much longer could
2: his career possibly be he wants as legendary as possible and And you gotta give
0: oh yeah you do and i think these two did a great job i have no qualms i mean out of five i would give this a a for a brock lesnar match i'll give it a four out of five i'd normally give it a three out of five but we know brock lesnar matches are going to be different i enjoyed it i enjoyed it um For the results, I did pick Brock, you did pick AJ, so I did win this one, so right now we're one to one. Tied up.
2: Let's move on. Shut up! That's how I like to be. What's next? The next match was the SmackDown Live Women's Champion Charlotte Flair. She defeated Raw Women's Champion Alexa Bliss. And yet another upset you got one over on me here. You predicted Flair would win it. I said she couldn't do it, but so we all got to see Alexa Bliss twerking. So everybody wins.
0: And if you and if you all haven't seen a good twerking video of Alexa Bliss, go to the Facebook page of Beefsticks Podcast, and uh, there's a nice little it video loops. there. It loops of her just uh, just twerking her fucking ass off. <laughs> Just twerking her ass off. It's funny because the first time I seen it, it has music to it. First time I seen it, um, my son's like, what is that, Dad? Because he heard some music playing. And so I showed him, and he's like, Dad. I was like, "I, I was like, hey, I, somebody just, just posted it, and I seen it, okay? And I was like, I got to share this with the Beef Sticks family. So I put it up on our Facebook page. <laughs> and then randomly throughout the day, if I'm on Facebook, I'm like, I'm gonna look at that again, and I, and as soon as my son would hear that music, he'd just shoot me a look like, "Dad, it's like, come on, man, I'm on Facebook, I'm bored, I want to see your twerk." I think five times today, my son just shot me a look because he heard that music playing. Um, this one, Maybe I need
2: to make like like one of the dashboard hula girl dolls of that.
0: Right, right, I agree. completely. <laughs> This match I did expect Charlotte to win because she is kinda of, she has she has the story right now. She just came back, her dad almost died. Um, she just won the title, she has the book coming out, she's the baby face, so I seen her winning. I thought this could possibly be the sleeper match of the night and they could end up having the best match of the night. Both of these two did not have nowhere near the best matches that they've had in their careers. I was I was very disappointed with this match honestly. I thought it could have been way better. Yeah, it, it was wasn't. good. It was good. But it wasn't but, great. Yeah, for for literally probably the top woman on SmackDown and the top woman on Raw. Like if you ask me right now who is I mean maybe Sasha I, I like better but she's on Raw. So I mean the top woman on SmackDown I would say is probably Charlotte. Maybe, uh, maybe Natalia. Yeah. But let's say Charlotte and Alexa Bliss. Natalia can't be the top woman, even with the title. Yeah, but I'm just Natalia. saying if you're if you're asking me who's gonna put on the best match. Give it was
2: she farted.
0: No, I'm just saying if you ask you me who's gonna that. if you ask me who's gonna put on the best match, I'd probably say Natalia first, but then I'll go with Charlotte for the SmackDown women. So between Charlotte and Alexa, they should have put on a killer match, and I think they didn't. Becky Lynch
2: can do good as long as there's not tables involved.
0: Yes, that's true. Uh, So I really don't have much to say about this match. It was good, but it should have been a lot better than it was. I'd give it a three, uh, a two and a half out of five, personally.
2: Yeah. I don't really have another value for this one. I wasn't very impressed. But I watched.
0: So I predicted Charlotte, so right now I'm up two to one with you. Moving on.
2: The SmackDown tag team champs Usos defeated the Raw tag team champions the bar. The bar. This is a good match.
0: Good. Yeah. 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 Could have been better. (laughs) Uh... I guess me, the way I feel about this match, oh, I'm not, that's why. The way I feel about this match, personally, is almost the same of the last match. It was a good match, but I thought between two extremely talented tag teams like these two, that again, they should have had like a show steal. They should have had a match where afterwards, you're just like, oh my gosh, I loved it. I, I didn't have that feeling at all. It was good. It entertained me. But I was, if you told me the Usos in the bar, tag team champs facing each other, champion versus champion, I would expect a much more intense match than this. Yeah, I don't got a whole lot to say about it. I don't either. I'd give it a three out of five. I think a little better than the women's match, but maybe that's because there was more people to work off of they're both extremely talented I got nothing negative to say about either one at this point in their career but, I'd like to um, give it a
2: 3 out of 5 but
0: because I was expecting so much more
2: I think I could go with a
0: 2.8 I can dig that so um I picked Usos you picked the bar Right now I'm three and this to one is where it all on the starts Going downhill for the pace, man. I'm three to one on you, Loke. What do we got next?
2: The United States champion,
0: Baron Corbin, defeated the
2: The Intercontinental champion, the Miz. It's not what that says there.
0: It does not. <laughs> I was trying to figure out if you fucked with me or if or if I did this wrong.
2: If I fucked with you, it would be the penis champion. <laughs>
0: okay. Well, because it was blue, also as if it were SmackDown, <laughs> but it's Raw. <laughs> um, uh, I you must have... have been tired. Of... That could have been. <laughs> I, I, I really don't have anything to say about this. It was. Um, Barry uh, I, Corbin I, I, I won. What cool? I liked the ending. I thought the ending was pretty decent. I I liked his promo afterwards. That was probably the the thing I liked the best. And that's kind of shocking. Because he's disappointed us in the promo department before. I really enjoyed the promo afterwards. Baron Corbin's. There's definitely more hope for him than Roman Reigns. Yeah, no shit. The only problem is he's got a receding hairline and Roman doesn't, so Vince will still push Roman instead. Um, yeah, I, I don't have a lot of great stuff to say about this. I'd say a two out of five match again, disappointed. I, this is the one I was expecting the least out of. So this is about what I expected, I guess. I, I expected about a two and out I of five. I guess
2: with the miss going off to do the Marines he didn't want to potentially risk injury in his right. match before starting.
0: And it's cool to see him do so. the honors on the way out and, and let somebody win. Yeah, that's all I got to say about that.
2: Up next, the Women's Survivor Series. Raw defeated SmackDown. And I want to let you run the breakdown on this one.
0: All right, so Raw, the women's and the men, Raw beat SmackDown in their Survivor Series match. It's kind of impressive. The, the, The Women's Survivor Series, the Men's Survivor Series, and their world titles, if you will. So I'd say the three biggest ones raw all won. Did not expect that. I did not see that coming. So as far as eliminations went, Bailey eliminated Becky Lynch in about uh I'd say maybe 2 minutes, a minute 45.
2: Yeah. You'd be surprised I was if it was like over holy two shit minutes.
0: It was amazing how quick uh Becky Lynch went out. Sad. Then Tamina eliminated Bailey very shortly after that. So within 5 minutes you got both Becky Lynch and Bailey eliminated. Wow, have they fallen from when they first came in as the fi- as the four horsewomen. Fucking sad. Right. Um after that, Nia Jax um was eliminated via count out when Tamina rolled in the ring just a smear a smear, a smear, just a smear.
2: A smear.
0: Rolled in the ring just a cunt hair quicker than her. Naomi then eliminated Alicia Fox who was um the team captain Becky Lynch was the team captain for SmackDown first eliminated Alicia Fox team captain for raw. She was the uh, second eliminated. It's uh pretty crazy. Sasha Banks yeah. eliminated Naomi Oscar, then eliminated Carmela Natalia eliminated Sasha. Then Oscar went on to eliminate both Tamina and then Natalia. Um, As- this match again, almost a carbon copy of the men's match. Not so much the ending, but the fact that it was really here just to put over Oscar. Yeah, and they, as and soon they,
2: as Oscar was the only one on her team left, I'm <laughs> like, "Oh, Rocky got this for sure."
0: Yeah, and they sacrificed like Lynch and Becky Lynch and Bailey to put over Oscar, which I don't know that that's okay. I guess, but I did like how this did, played out for Oscar. They made Oscar look strong. I was so worried. My biggest fear was they were going to have her lose via countout the same way Nia Jax did. And that way they could say she's undefeated or, or they could say she's never been right. pinned or submitted. Yeah. She's not undefeated, but she's never been pinned or submitted. And I hate that.
2: Well, she even, even if she would have been pinned or submitted in this match, it wouldn't have counted because it wasn't a singles match. You know what it I mean? It yeah. They have uh, infinite outs.
0: Yeah. I They, they, they do. Outs. To me, it's not, not to me, like me personally, it's not, but yes, you're right. Yeah. In their minds, they do. Um, so, again, um, this one, I don't think was as good as it could have been, but I, I'll, I'll give it a three and a half out of five because I was really interested in the Asuka stuff. That might be about it. <laughs> Tamina and Nia Jax, they built up to be a big deal. I don't think it really was, but they did build it up to be a big deal. No. I give them credit for that. They're Tamina's to never been a
2: big there. deal in the first. Place so for them to have that stare down it didn't mean anything to me.
0: And she's not going It should have. It should've. So I should say with the last match that we didn't give a shit about, you and I both picked the Miz. So neither one of us got a point there. With this match, you and I both picked the raw women. So now it is four to two, Pasty White and our Mac and Pasty White. I got four, you have two. Uh, three on three is next, isn't it? Maybe. Yeah, the oh. shield.
2: versus the new day. We both picked the shield coming over the top, and I think the whole world would be amiss <laughs> to say we picked. Bung, yeah,
0: how many folks would have picked
2: shield? is gonna return dominant. It was. It was a good match. I was surprised to see kick off the show. But it made sense. New Day is always good for that. Right. And it doesn't feel like it brings them down
0: any. I I don't think so. And I enjoyed it. I mean, you got to think about it. The New Day is probably, is definitely one of the top teams, if not the top team total. Mm. But the Shield, as of now, is not a team anymore. It is three of your top solo guys working together. So you can imagine three top solo guys beating your top team. I mean, to me, that's not a stretch of the imagination. Right. Um, This match, to me, was probably what what I expected it to be. I enjoyed this. This was one of the better of the matches. Brock, AJ, and this match were were the saving graces of this pay-per-view to me personally. Uh, Wouldn't have called this great, but I got what I expected out of it. I'd give it a four out of five. I thought I got what I expected out of it. Yeah, yeah, I think I'm right there with you. I was surprised immediately when Roman Reigns stepped in the ring, just a chorus of boos followed by a you still suck chant. I mean, this putting Reigns with the shield to get him over is, is backfiring. It is not working. <laughs> <laughs> they cheer the shield as a whole, but when it's Roman alone, they still just boo the fucker. <laughs>
2: It's just because it's fun. At this point, it's it's the John Cena effect. People like and appreciate, it. and pretty much everywhere I look on the internet, most people don't shit on him. And when they do, there's a bunch of people that come back and attack them for being stupid. Because
0: yeah, but are those just Troman is
2: showing he deserves a place at the top.
0: He deserves where he's at now, the IC title. He doesn't deserve a place at the top. Not considering who's in WWE now i give roman his credit but i only give him his credit he deserves a mid-card run for the next three years and then maybe moving up to uh, to the world heavyweight championship but with all the talent that's in there right now no he doesn't hold a candle to kevin owens to finn Balor, to aj styles um to your hideaway Itami's, to a brock lesnar he doesn't hold a candle to any of them people. To a Seth Rollins, to... I mean, the list goes on and on of who he doesn't hold a candle to. Yeah, but they're not company-made. That's true. But that's why the, I think the fans still boo him. Yeah. But it was good. It was good. I enjoyed it. I, 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 got a, I got a positive about this. Then we went into the pre-show. There were three matches on the pre-show. And, um... Wow, I did that-
2: have to stop for a moment and I had to explain to my roommates. Maybe it wasn't at this pay-per-view, but it was one of the other events or episodes that we had watched. But they'll scream, you suck at Roman Reigns. And the grid angle comes out and they say, you suck. <laughs> and it's a completely <laughs> right. different thing.
1: I've never really had German. to
2: explain that to somebody before. But it means they love him. It's and hard to explain I think that. it's kind of the same way with Cena at this point. It's, it's pretty much the same way with Cena. And one day it will be the same way with Roman Reigns.
0: But if you notice, Cena gets more cheers nowadays than he does booze, I feel. I think he does.
2: Well, it's because he, he decided to do the right thing and put over people. Because he knows as well he's not going to be around forever.
0: It goes a long way.
2: <laughs> the best um, way to make your career legendary is to hold up the next generation before you go. That's That's the true sign of a legend, I think.
0: Yeah. Oh, it, it honestly is. I mean, and and that's kind of an unwritten law in in pro wrestling is you do the honors. You know what I mean? Yeah. So how the mighty have fallen. We got Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn on a pre-show facing Brizongo. These guys are yeah. soon to be um, not yeah, even showcase on, on the pay-per-view. <laughs> these guys are not really they're something's happening with these guys and it's not good
2: I like how you colored Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn red their base not
0: good they are <laughs> i was just I was tired like you said I was fucking tired um, this was
2: uh the point where I tuned in was the end of this match
0: I didn't see and so any I didn't
2: of these. see any of the, the pre-show
0: I didn't see any none of, of it really
2: means a lot to me
0: so we'll obviously say,
2: Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn are going to be on.:
0: Yep. And then they had the cruiserweight title. Enzo defeated Kalisto. You and I both called that. And they had Elias Sampson and Matt Hardy. Again, Matt Hardy, who a year ago was the talk of the wrestling community. Everybody was talking about Matt Hardy. Biggest free agent in wrestling. And they have him fucking jobbing to Elias Sampson on a pre-show now. Poor Matt terrible. Hardy. If I was WWE, I would have brought Matt Hardy in. Okay, you don't have the rights to the broken Hardy gimmick. Okay, here's what you're going to do. I have a laptop or I have a notebook. You write up whatever character you want, whoever you want to wrestle, whatever props Especially you want. With you. Yeah, what you write whatever you want to do You give it to our head writers. They will have to do it. You have a golden ticket. You're Charlie in the fucking chocolate factory. You give it to them. You tell them what you want to do. And you do it. Because I can guarantee you, it doesn't have to be Broken Hardy. Matt Hardy has been super creative his whole life. He could be doing something amazing right now. But because they wanted to keep him a fucking Hardy boy, this is what happens. It's a waste of talent. You could have at least waste. called them the Hardy. I mean, Jesus <laughs> Christ. Hardyman! That's a last name. Mr. <laughs> and Mrs. Hardyman. Could... <laughs> What's your He's name? He's a
2: man.
0: A Hardy, A man. man's man.
2: <laughs> they could have just recycled that song
0: oh. for them, even. So as far as our predictions went, uh, you ended up getting four. I ended up getting six. It was close. It was close, actually, because we did we did backwards order when we talked about it. But if you did forwards order, we were going back and forth there for a while. Oh yeah, and it could have went. Uh, it could have went anyway. So I guess I no, heard I'm people tough. say it's a good pay per view. I'm gonna go out on record and say at the end of it, I was super disappointed, and I. I felt deflated. I felt like somebody poked a fucking my balloon with a goddamn safety pin. I felt deflated. And after going back and reflecting on it and rewatching a couple matches, I feel the same way. I do not like this pay-per-view at all. And I was super stoked for it. Pasty, did I or did I not fucking text you and say, hey, this could be the fucking time that survived, that the pay-per-view for the main roster is better than TakeOver. I was stoked.
2: Yep, yep, you did. I was stoked.
0: I wanted it to be great. I wanted it. I don't think I got it.
2: It wasn't horrible. I liked it, and there's some matches I would like to rewatch again. But it wasn't what it should have been.
0: Not considering the talent you had. But you know what I honestly think? I thought about this afterwards too, and and I had talked about this before the pay per view, but I honestly think a big part of what hurt it is that there was nothing at stake. It honestly didn't matter who won or lost.
2: Uh, I mean, it did. And I just I, I do have to point did. out here too that we um the time the main event started, we should have had an hour long Survivor Series men's match. We only got 41 minutes.
0: Yeah, they cut it off. They cut the pay short. 20 minutes short.
2: And I mean, they can do that. It's your company. You do what the fuck you want to. But can. that was bizarre to me.
0: Yeah. When I was, looked at the
2: clock, crazy. it was 9.40 and the pay-per-view was over. I, I couldn't believe it.
0: And like you said, you had pointed this out while the pay-per-view was going on. The fact that the announcers kept telling you what the score was... After is after yeah. up X amount, ruined. you knew what the next couple matches were going to be. Because you knew going into the final one, it was going to be even. So you already yeah. knew who was going to win. So yeah, that screwed it up too. But I just, I think you need, for you to have a great pay-per-view, you need to have some, some stuff at stake. Not every match. But this, if you don't count the pre-show, there was literally nothing at stake this entire pay-per-view. pointless it was
2: i mean it was fantasy warfare and that's always fun but yeah it was pretty pointless so let's
0: move on to something that wasn't pointless we
2: had we nxt war games i just want to hold off and just talk about this next week or do our special sometime throughout this week because i think they deserve a lot more time on this show than we can give them at this moment
0: Oh, we could do that. We could we could pop something up later or something. I do want to get to it though, cause there was I, I got positive and negative yeah, to say so about I, this. I, I wanna really
2: spotlight this war games match itself. Because for all the fears and like the this could be a really not good match if they don't do it right, but it could be a great match if they did it right. It went over my expectations and the fucking sanity is great,
0: all of them, and fucking I've never liked anybody but Eric Young. Sanity, fucking, uh, fucking Killian, Death Child, Meridian, shit, man. <laughs> Talk about impressing me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I agree with you. I will say though, and I feel it, like they, they deserve more time than I. In I my really opinion, this is this thing. is no more a war games than that uh, Triple Cage was that WCW tried to do in two thousand. So I don't consider it your traditional war games, but doesn't take away from the match itself. At all. Yeah. So yeah, let's try, let's did. do that. Let's try to do like a, I can't let's try to do like an hour we can do something in an hour and put it up later on on NXT war games. Or maybe um yeah, we don't have any pay per views coming up. Maybe we can do it next week. We'll just we'll, we'll play it by ear. we'll see what happens. We're pretty fluid. Yeah, we're fluid like liquid, like the. Gravy I would definitely that like to get a potatoes. Uh, uh,
2: second chance to go back and watch Elster Black Velvetine Dream, gosh. and
0: oh my gosh, <laughs> and and Cien versus McIntyre. Oh my gosh, that was that was
2: good. Cien was good, and when his woman came in and did that Rana, that was
0: that was fun. Yeah, that short Rana that, that on on his knees the fucking spike DDT rana? spiking. Isn't that what they called it? Um, they might have. That's what I would call it. Yeah, Spike rana. Yeah. Oh, very good. Very good. Yeah. So there you go. That's our uh, Survivor Series. Beef's giving. Fucking listen to what we say and we told it to you fucking show. There you go. We gave you something to be thankful for and something to look forward to. We apologize that it was a little late, but you know, hey, Technical difficulties. You gotta love them.
2: Right? When the world is overrun by machines, you kind of got to work on their schedule.
0: It's horrible, but true. But
2: true.
0: Alright, folks. I am Fat Mac, and I love you like a lovesick puppy.
2: I'm Pasty What? We'll see you next week, or sooner.